0: What what room is this? I don't know. Oh, I, well, reading the sign, it sounds like we're in the security tapes room. Oh, it's good that someone's been doing security in this museum. We yeah. do have a lot of valuable things in it. We do. Yeah, I guess that's a good thing. I was never really aware of that. But also, it's kind of weird that we're on like mm-hmm. all of the screens and all of the recordings have our names as tour guides. With... Oh somebody, yeah, somebody's like been 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 cataloging these, yeah, it's almost like an archive of all of our conversations and tours that's. I guess that's really convenient because we always say we should we should like, you know Yeah <laughs> we should be recording ourselves as we speak these things, but uh what what pervert has been recording these? Who wants to hear us talk? Well I guess it's probably a security's purpose to make sure we're doing our jobs right and not just like saying mm-hmm, whatever we mm-hmm. want all the time. You know, there's obviously a protocol here at the UCM we have to follow. Obviously, yeah. No, we uh we can only uh you know, bash on believers in Skunk Apes so much. <laughs> um Well <laughs> I I don't know about you, Joe, but this has been a heck of a year. Yeah, it really has. My God, it's been... I've learned so much. It's been so, you know, what an experience for sure. All mm-hmm. the things we've talked about, what has gone on at the museum, how far we've come with our tours, what's been going on in our own artistic careers. Mm-hmm. its It's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. We got to celebrate our one year of doing tours here at the UCM. We got to have on a lot of really great guests. We Mm -hmm. got to talk about a lot of really cool, uh, and weird topics, um, of, of varying levels of seriousness. But I, I think, you know, uh, today on, on, you know, the, this, this wonderful Christmas day, maybe we should take, uh, some of these tapes and, uh, give them to the people, give it, uh. Give it back. Give it as a gift, uh, as a as a last minute Christmas gift that you kind of just saw as you're walking out of a store and remembering that you forgot to get somebody something. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We can give it back to you, the people. For the, the people, for the people. I would give it back to you. The people. <laughs> I'm so. Look, well, it's not Christmas without a bane impression, as we know, uh, uh, as a part uh-huh. of the the now the yes. now lore, the now true canon of UCM Christmases. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Let's play through some of these tapes and find our best moments from 2021. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, um we don't need to do the worst moments. I, I maybe we'll make a separate compilation of that later. But for right now, yeah, this is our greatest hits of twenty twenty one. Everybody enjoy. Hope you're having a great holiday. Uh and uh yeah, just sit back, relax, and let's uh let's plug those tapes in. Let's see what let's we got. Let's do it. You know, really, Hobby Lobby is the Chick Fil A of uh, of craft stores. Yes, <laughs> that's yes, that's a really good way to put that. Yeah, actually, they really see, are. You know, I throw a lot of metaphors at the wall and see what sticks. I <laughs> compared I compared the porn ban on Tumblr to the fall of the Soviet Union. Once. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, the problem is you're not necessarily wrong. Yeah. That's the yeah. Issue here. Oh my god. His- history, history will uh vindicate me. The antiquities market, or the black market of it, is booming. That mm-hmm. is the name of the game: is going in and raiding archaeological sites because now that the region is destable and there's just kind of a chaos happening. There's all types of stealing, fighting, and whatnot. And I mean, th- it- this this very famously happened to the uh, the Baghdad Museum. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. When Baghdad fell. Yeah, exactly. There's even like laws in place for this, which is happening. And so, you know, it's it was one thing that their that their dealer was kind of mentioning, like, hey, you're buying items that are taken out of Iraq during this, you know, period of um chaos. Maybe we should fact check this because there's a solid chance that this was from a not so good. Uh, way of acquiring said objects And he said do you know who you're talking to I'm the yarn prince and smacked him <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would have been like a I don't know I don't know you know like I trust these guys I trust you. Do them. you know who I am I'm Mr. Lobby My god <laughs> 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 There are a lot of Morgan and Morgan and Morgan uh, I think that's how many Morgans you're supposed to say. Billboards around uh, Florida. Um, and a lot of them show them as superheroes. Okay. Like just their faces kind of crudely Photoshopped on made up superhero bodies. Right. Like generic Aquaman. and well, You know what? I am glad that they're having fun because they clearly are for sure i'm wondering is that the best advertisement for your law firm well they're gonna save the day (laughs) you know what you're right (laughs) before we kind of get into our main topic today i uh you know i know we're mainly here to talk about music Mm -hmm. but this sort of this idea of cultural reevaluation i think is going to be very yeah. central to our conversation today 100% so, yeah so uh, we're going to we're going to talk about that retrospective so joe i'm going to throw um i'm going to throw something at you okay okay i'm going to throw a number at you and it's a part of a new segment that i would like to introduce oh uh, to the uncanny county museum 79% on rotten tomatoes now, what 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 film could I be talking about? Well, it is the Zapruder film, and the, if you the 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 <laughs> the the, what? the footage of JFK getting shot, uh, that's on IMDb. Is, Wait, what? <laughs> no, it is on uh, IMDb. Uh, it uh, is on uh, in both. I. The Zapruder film, technically being a short film, is what it is classified as. This is true. Is on IMDb. Oh my god. And the consensus is 74% <laughs> on the tomato meter, 79% audience score. <laughs> I'm laughing out of a shock response. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. So, Joe, this yeah. brings us to my new segment. Okay. JFK or JOK? Is it JFK or is it just okay? <laughs> so seventy nine percent. That that number really fascinates me. Yeah, that's as crazy. as a movie that could potentially have massive appeal and a wide audience, but maybe didn't get um doesn't get uh you know uh it doesn't check all the boxes for everybody apparently not (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i mean the fascinating thing is technically it's archival footage i would think not a short film and it's weird here's what here's what i'm really hung up on yeah the idea that historical archival footage the 79 percent implication and here's the implication (laughs) of as we whenever we try to have award shows and we try to rate and rank our art right run into bizarre implications when you talk about on a hierarchy of art because technically because you have assigned a numeric a numerical percentage to it now you are in some way saying this is better than something and not <laughs> as good as others based yeah. on how much audiences enjoy it which is a weird i think this is a, a beautiful example of how flawed maybe our system of yeah. reading art is so Okay, I, we'll, we'll start easy. Um, okay. So remember that number, 79%. Joe, I'm going to throw a movie at you, and you're going to have to tell me, is it above, below, or the Ooh. same Ooh, okay. as the Zapruder film? Again, remember, for people in our audience that do not know, the Zapruder film <laughs> is just a a, a a film of a guy who happened to be filming JFK in a parade, and JFK gets shot. <sighs> Okay? Just so we're clear. (laughs) I'm getting a little Uh... hostile. Um, But okay, are you ready for this? I I, I think so. Let's go for it. We're going to start easy. All right. Baby Driver. Above. Yeah, that's correct. Baby Driver is at 86%. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Below. (laughs) Ooh. Very good. Uh, King, Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is at uh 53%. Dang. Okay. I'll shake it up a little bit. Uh the Daniel Radcliffe film Horns. Below. You are correct. Forty nine. Which okay. I always thought was unfair <laughs> to Horns because like I get it, it's not a great movie. Horns. Right. But I enjoyed it, so it's like it means something more to me than 49%. And again, this is where we're going sure. to get into subjective art. This is all going to be relevant later, I promise. Excellent. Okay. Cats, 2019. Way below. Yep, yeah, 53%. Okay. still so little... high. It's we're, practically. We're, we're Okay, Joe, we're going to start getting a little closer now. Okay. December, so. oh, God. oh, no. Tropic Thunder. Above, below. Ah! Tropic Thunder is at seventy. The first dang, that's real close. The first Transformers movie. Mm, Below, above. Damn it! Above by six percent. Transformers again. Transformers the the first one, the Michael Bay film is six percent higher in the audience score than <laughs> archival footage of oh my Jay god I. okay <laughs> all right so now we're gonna get even closer oh my god right. okay are you ready for this all right. All right. how are you feeling this is your first time I'm... on the show first time participating yeah I'm... this is gonna be the the death the death round okay all right actually that's that's not tasteful i'm sorry no uh sudden death god damn it uh <laughs> my God! <laughs> do, you, do you have any? Do you have any family watching at home? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Hi, hi, mom. Hi, family. All right. So this is for the win, Joe. All right. Okay. So, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Part One. Oh, oh, that's too. <clears throat> okay. Uh... <laughs> your your wheels are spinning. <sighs> You're trying to think. Is it above or below? Oh, no. Uh, above. It is 79%. No way. So what are we counting that? A tie? How's that work? Um, technically those are, I'm going to say those are worth more because it's difficult to guess a specific percentage. Fair enough. How about 1994's The Santa Claus starring the Tim Allen? (laughs) Tim Allen. That's great. Um. Below 79%, seriously, yeah, weird. Yep, yep. uh, born supremacy above that is correct, but not by much. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Bill okay. and Ted's Excellent Adventure above, yes, but not by much. 80%, yeah. okay, all right, all right, uh, Hellboy 2004. Above, correct. Nice. Oh my gosh, my heart's pounding. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, Okay. Next, Beetlejuice. Ooh. Above. Correct. Nice. The royal ten bombs. Above. The same. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) <sighs> Captain America, the First Avenger. Below. Just barely below. So oh my nice. god! Nice. nice. Okay. All right. Are you ready for uh, ready for the last one? I think so. Okay. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh God. Okay. Um. God, I love. Now that remember, movie kind too. kind of kind of an indie film, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, not. I think well-received, but not by enough people. Above. Correct. Nice! Yes. Interestingly enough, fun fact, JFK the movie is 82%, so not much above. (laughs) But, you know, the weird thing is JFK has so much footage of the Sapruder film. Yeah! That's... (laughs) This is wild, oh my God, yeah, I mean, isn't this great? This I, is... yeah, it's uh <laughs> it, this this was a uh, yeah well, thank you for playing, no, thank you for having me, this was fantastic, thank you for playing j f k or j o k God, what a great name this what a fun way to explain the <laughs> strangeness of this rating system, not to mention. <laughs> 79% is so like it's it's like a just above average, right? Yeah, like for you're an so audio close store, to a B. It's tomato meter, 74%. It's even lower! Oh my <laughs> god. Joe Chimino. Now there's a story. Hello? It all starts at the beginning. That's the best place to start a story. I mean, it's arguably not, but okay. Looking back, we all should have known Joe was special. What? (laughs) He seemed almost normal. Then you see a glimpse of what was lurking beneath the surface. I, uh. You look into his eyes and he was always somewhere else. On to the next plan. Who's this? Yeah. What is going on? I don't like this. And that's when it all came crashing down. What? What, what came? And I had to ask Joe, how many bodies were there? Bodies, what? Wait a minute. It's not every day the most famous lo-fi musician and podcaster from New Jersey wins a Grammy and then gets arrested for murder. Wait, i won a Grammy? Oh, well, murder, wait, murder. <laughs> Joe was revolutionary. Talented, and dangerous. Dangerous? I'm not dangerous at all. What is this happening? That's when he said to me, "You can't know, Joe the Sado." What? Wait, what is going on? The, this is this is the the trailer for the documentary of your life. My life? Wait, like my whole life? Yeah. But I'm. It's <laughs> 2021, what do you mean? Great, doesn't it sound like a great documentary? I mean, it sounds awesome, but I didn't realize we were in a time paradox. uh well, howdy there, Joe. Uh, howdy, Sam. Who's Sam? Uh, I, uh, sorry, I guess well, I that's thought- Well, that's me, your friend, Florida man. <gasps> Florida man! Oh, I thought that was you. How are you? I'm swell, Joe. Yeah. I'm, I'm just feeling all the energy, all yeah. the individuals, all the diverse peoples that make up the great state of Florida. Right, right. And- From the Cuban quarter of Vibor City, the Jewish communities of Miami, the Greek sponge divers of Tarpon Springs. Cracker Cowboys of the Prairie, the Neighborhoods of Orlando, the Hippies of Gainesville, the Spanish Conquistadors, the indomitable Seminole Nation. But that's me, Florida man. Wow, it's really, really sub up the essence of Florida, it seems like. Yeah. Up until this point, there's been people shooting pictures mm-hmm. of the skunk ape. But a lot of them are lost. We don't really have many pictures from this era, or really any. Hmm. However, that is until September 2000. Woo! There is an anonymous letter sent in along with a photograph. And I have the transcript of that letter right here. Oh, wow. Dear sir or madam, in close, please find some pictures I took in late September or early October of 2000. My husband says he thinks it's an orangutan. Is someone missing an orangutan? It is hard to judge from the photos how big this orangutan really is. Is in a crouching position in the middle of a standing up by where it was sitting. It froze as soon as the flash went off. I didn't even see it as I took the first picture because it was so dark. As soon as it was a flash went off for a second time, it stood up and started to move. I then heard the orangutan walk off into the bushes. From where I was standing, judge it being about six and a half to seven feet tall in a kneeling position. As soon as I realized how close it was, I got back to the house. It had an awful smell that lasted well after it had left my yard. The orangutan made a deep whomp noises. It sounded much farther away than it turned out to be. If I had known it was so close to the hedge roll as I would have walked up as close as I did. I'm a senior citizen, and if this animal had come up out of the hedge to roll after me, there wasn't a thing I could do about it. It was ten foot tall when it stood up. I'm concerned because of my grandchildren like to come down and explore my backyard. An animal this big could hurt someone seriously. For two nights prior, it had been taken apples from my daughter brought down from up north off our back porch. These pictures were taken on the third night it had raided my apples. It only came back one more night after that and took some apples from so my husband and left out in order to get a better look at it. We left our four apples. It cut two of them in half. The orangutan only took the whole apples. We didn't see it take them. We waited up, but eventually had to go to bed. We got a dog back there now, and as far as I can tell, the orangutan hadn't been back. Please find out where this animal came from and who it belongs to. It shouldn't be loose like this. Someone will get hurt. I call a friend who used to work at animal control back up Nard, and they told him to call the police. I don't want any fuss or people with guns traipsing around behind our house. We live n- near I-75, and I'm afraid this orangutan could cause a serious accident if someone hit it. I once hit a deer that wasn't even a quarter to the size of this animal and told him a car. At the very least, this animal belongs in a place like Bush Gardens, where it can be looked after properly. Why haven't people been told an animal this size is loose? How are people to know how dangerous this could be? If I'd known an animal like this was on the loose, I wouldn't have approached it. I saw on the news that monkeys that get loose carry hepatitis and are very dangerous. Please look after this situation. I don't want my backyard to turn into someone else's circus. God bless, I prefer to remain anonymous. Oh, my God, it just kept going. I was like, this is amazing. Um, wow, that's a lot. That is, this, this is, is so, <laughs> this is amazing. This yeah. is like, because it's it's old. First of all, it's great because it's an old person's, you know, anonymous letter to the editor. Right. <laughs> basically. I mean, this, this, this went to the Sarasota County Sheriff's Department. It's kind of amazing. Like, yeah. they got a novel out of that. Or novella, I guess. Yeah, no, this is like... This is amazing because it's just like, they're like, why hasn't anybody been doing anything about this orangutan? It has hepatitis. Yeah. This poorish orangutan is stealing apples out of my backyard. Oh my god, it's instead of the lemon stealing whores, it's the apple stealing, hepatitis riddled orangutans of Florida. They're like, why isn't it in Bush Gardens? Someone put this thing in Bush Gardens where it belongs. That's where primates belong. Wait, do people do that? Is that a thing? You you just, people just get in cars because they think it's an Uber? yeah has that ever happened to you? No, oh yeah people just like they they see they see a uh you know an unmarked car idling on the side of the road, and you just your first instinct is to get in some people do that it don't happens. do that don't p s a don't do that. That's a terrible idea <laughs> see this is, this is this is the this is the northeastern in me. It's like you do not trust anybody. you knock on the window or you mm. like say, "Hey, are you my uber?" and they say yeah. yeah i am or they say no back away from my car and you say yeah okay and mm-hmm. then you leave at least in the european sphere the wish to portray romans and greeks as incredibly stoic people uh mm-hmm. you know erases you know not not just you know their all of their erotic art but you know what just just things that are not depicted in a certain way because we just think that they look tacky, you know, even the way that you know, Roman, uh, and and I and I believe Greek also, uh, marbles would have been painted, mm-hmm. but you know, just that they had they would have parties and with and and on the cups and the kylixes at those parties, you know, you would have. Artwork of uh, orgies happening, right? Yeah. Uh, de- depicted there, you know. It's or like on
1: the walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was celebrated exactly, yeah. you know.
0: And it's like this is, um, you know, if you're you're celebrating, you know, some other holiday. And it's like don't don't touch that uh, that flatware. That's the uh, that's the orgy flatware. You know? and we're saving it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for these special occasions <laughs> only. But- if you were in the old west. Would you be Big Iron on his hip kind of guy, like mm. your six-shooter on your hip? Or would you do like the uh, under-the-arm pits type of thing? Like uh, like cowboys, you, you see them do that uh-huh. in movies, but that's kind of more of like a lawman, policeman type thing. But like where you can kind of like cross your arms and pull out two guns. Oh. The big shooter now, where, where where do you where do you th- there are only two genders uh where where you where you holster your six shooter <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel like that, oh my god that's fantastic there's I probably there's probably some discourse out there somewhere of, <laughs> on that it's like only tops wear their guns like this <laughs> honestly honestly <laughs> If you want to have a Western now, and you want it to be modern and gritty, and to, to excuse the the True Grit pun, <laughs> um, if you want it to be truly gritty like True Grit, um, <laughs> right? Truly gritty. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I mean, I'm oh thinking, my god! Is that now what, I'm is that picturing that True Grit, but yeah, it has gritty. That... Can we get a version of the movie where instead of Jeff Bridges it's actually gritty from the Flyers Oh my mascot? god, and it's like the post the poster has gritty. He's in his Flyer he's in no no no, he's in like uh he's in a poncho, but it's like oh, Flyer's yes. colors. Yes, and he's he's pointing a six shooter and it's like he still has that crazy look on his face but the tagline <laughs> it's it's true gritty tagline fuck around and find out there it is yeah yes oh my god that is the western we need but don't deserve that's we got to make that that's going to be our menlopus yes. true gritty truly <laughs> gritty or tr- true we'll gritty. we'll figure that out later yeah joe i got to say i got to say i enjoyed miami oh yeah <laughs> yes now, when you enter Miami, you gotta act Because I've never been to Miami But does Pitbull actually come out and just say Miami! Like, every time you enter? <laughs> uh yeah And, uh, you know And then suddenly, you turn around And there's, uh There's some guys in a convertible With white suits on And sunglasses right. Busting cocaine deals Of course Yeah <laughs> In one sense, our society is becoming increasingly accepting of nonlinear history, or at least the idea of a history with no singular narrative or progression, that stories and people bounce in and out of the edges of our scope as we try to recount the past. Telling a story is no longer considered the story, but one of many that weave together only to unravel again later. Uh, One problem with this, however, is that it is becoming difficult for any one individual to wrap their brains around the continuity in a meaningful way, especially when most of us still feel like history needs to be uh, divided into different eras and ages. Like uh, Oxford University started teaching in 1096. They added math a couple of centuries later And yet calculus still wouldn't be added until that curriculum, until after it was invented in the mid 17th century. Thomas Jefferson, our third president, was fascinated by fossils and paleontology, but both didn't believe in the concept of extinction and would die decades before science recognized what dinosaurs were. In a single century, 4,000 years ago, China entered its Bronze Age Egypt was already in its 12th dynasty and building pyramids. The first palaces were being built on Crete and the last woolly mammoths died out. All that happened at the same time, and I can say it out loud and yet I'm still flummoxed every time I think about how Anne Frank and MLK were both born in 1929 about how Coca Cola and Bram Stoker coexisted, about how Pablo Picasso lived to see the entire span of the Beatles' career, or even how the last survivor of an American slave ship died in 1940. History is a mess and therefore endlessly fascinating in its highs and lows. This brings us to the Incan Empire. <laughs> yeah i mean i get yeah i get jesus yeah that's a hell of an introduction the name of vinland comes from the discovery of wild grapevines in the area in the surrounding area hence vinland uh land of vines but it's also possible in some translations it's because of the fields so land of fields would be uh the name as well it's a bit unclear Mm -hmm. but So its location is still unclear to us. We don't exactly know where this would have been, but historians estimate that it would have been in modern-day Newfoundland, where a Norse settlement was later discovered. Um, And some Hmm. historians also suspect that because of the name regarding grapes, it would have been farther south than near new brunswick or nova scotia potentially as far south as maine in the u.s i was gonna say that is very far north to grow grapes. that's the thing and this is where we're gonna get into a lot of theory or a lot of just idea we don't know i'm gonna be up front yeah. right now we have no idea how far south they went we do uh-huh. not know we know they landed somewhere near nova scotia because of uh or newfoundland i should say because of a, a map indicating it and it matches up pretty closely to our modern ones and because yeah. we'll find a settlement there pretty soon, but mm-hmm. uh, we don't know. And this gets okay, even more okay. confusing. I, I've heard I've heard of Martha's Vineyard. I haven't heard of uh, Life's yeah. Vineyard. No, no Life's Vineyard yet. That's a good name though. So <laughs> keep that in the back of your head if we ever open a winery uh, <laughs> or a, a vineyard, I guess.
1: <laughs> Giddy up! <laughs>
0: I'm going off the rails on a crazy horse, Joe. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so my dinosaur paintings have been doing really well on Tumblr porn blogs right now. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. They, I don't know why. I think most of them are bots. Okay. All right. But they're posting like, Kind of hilarious comments on my <laughs> on my paintings, like you. And remember, these are paintings of a a T. Rex and a Mosasaur, and they're getting comments like "Love her tan lines, oh. so hot." <laughs> uh, so there's
1: so there's something about these paintings that is picking up by the bots. That
0: I have no idea what part of <laughs> what the algorithm the leads into that, but it's kind of hilarious, like just In I, I i i i'm curious i'm 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 still at a point where you know i don't get a ton of attention online for my work so i always right. like want to go through and see like oh well who's who's uh <laughs> who, who am i catching the eye of yeah. check it out? you know and like i have to check and it's like you know um uh thick thighs aficionado <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> uh I'm, I'm gonna say it right now uh Tumblr porn bots are dinosaur fans. Just, oh, just that okay. that's, thats what it is. I believe. I believe that heart and soul.
0: Mm, that mm. makes sense. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't mm. do fish mm. paleontology. So. Oh. Uh,
0: oh yeah. Yeah. Those. Those people. I mean,
1: those are those are the lesser spectrum of of interesting things. <laughs> oh I'm my a, gosh! I'm a dinosaur paleontologist. Thank you very much, sir.
0: Wow. Wow. I mean, as. As far as a lot of people know, the
1: only type of paleontology.
0: I mean, I was going to say, that's how I'm coming at this. I was like, wait, there's fish
1: paleontology? <laughs> There's a whole
0: nother lore? Is that the side DLC that you have to buy? Yes.
1: So so (laughs) there absolutely is a hierarchy within paleontology, and everyone wants to pretend it's not a thing, and I know I'm going to get blasted for this at the next conference we're at, but dinosaurs are absolutely on top, and then it kind of goes mammals, because they're cool, but, like, Mm. large mammals, nobody cares about, like, rodents or shrews. Like, nobody gives a shit. And then under (laughs) that, it's like you know
0: there's there's like one paleontologist that's like really proud to study like <laughs> <leptic> titium, Um <laughs> yes. and is you know
1: somewhere well i well well i think it's cool yeah some, <laughs> somewhere an audience member just shed one
0: tear hi there my name is colby white and i'm one of the hosts from force football facts a podcast where my friend zachary and i force our other friend tyrell to give us insights into the game even though he doesn't know anything about it We use our humor to bring you weekly football news in a new way that takes fan opinions into account, while also helping new fans understand why we love this game so much. You can check us out on our website, forcefootballfacts.com, or wherever podcasts are available. Hope to see you soon.
1: Scientific communicators have figured out, and, and to be fair, I get why, um, that if they mention something about t rex, you're gonna get clicks because everybody yeah. and their grandchildren knows about t rex
0: uh-huh. and yeah, so fair
1: i mean, I mean again, like like Joe, let's be honest here, which dinosaur do you know most about?
0: Well, I know that there's t rex. And there's Triceratops. Yeah. And, there's, okay. well, I don't even want to say the last one because I just found out that it's not technically the dinosaur. So I'm going to watch myself. I'm learning. It's uh, the pterodactyl for all you non-paleo people out there. Like Hillary, hey, take the shot. Take the shot.
1: Quick, I just quick. said, wait. I, I defended myself. I said it wasn't. I caught Joe, it. Joe, there's a red dot
0: on your head. <laughs> yes.
1: All the way, All the way from Texas. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> okay, so say, say you're casting us in Jurassic Park. Right. Um obviously, Brad, you are Alan Grant. Doctor Alan Grant. Yeah, yeah. You know, you pull off the uh you pull off the the, the little the little tiny like bandana scarf on the neck mm. thing really well, you know. Uh Joe, you're clearly Ian Malcolm. You're, you know, a, a raven haired, uh <laughs> bespectacled um intellect. Ah, uh, well thank you. Why well, thank you. So I believe this makes me Laura Dern in that <laughs> equation. <laughs> I mean, I guess I am the most mumbly. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, we have to see how you look in the, the khaki shorts first. Okay. Right. 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 You know, I I do that. I'll do like a baggy baggy shirt tucked into yeah short shorts. You got the you boots know? too. Yeah, that too. yeah. So, I mean they're halfway there in terms of fashion look. I think so. I think so. So when you're okay. like a couple miles outside of Glendive, mm-hmm. there's as so it's on the opposite side of the interstate. So like you see mm-hmm. it as you're leaving, but I like, yeah. like a peek as we were driving in, and mm-hmm. they have these large, like wooden painted standees of like those mm-hmm. like Raptors. what What? just coming over the hill no we're not even at the weird part yet (laughs) so they have like raptors you know they're like life-size painted on wood standees but behind it behind the raptors is this giant baby (laughs) oh my god is that is that like baby paul bunyan (laughs) i i don't know what they were trying to go for but it's like this giant it's like anatomically correct right with these like raptors in front of it and you're just like what is this is it the boss baby yeah like style wise it's akin like i i have i have to say like the amount of boss baby advertising that I see around Boston, uh I, I I imagine they had to do some outreach to Montana if that's what they <laughs> thought would put butts in the seat. I guess. I mean I just find that very fascinating that there is this like mafioso kind of attitude then. Well, Everybody's in robes and but stuff. But also also the idea of collaboration between all yes, of these yes. powers. Because yes, Florence would sometimes be at odds with the papal states, but also the Pope borrowed a lot of money from the Medici. (laughs) That's when Cosimo is then like, so you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding to ask me for a loan for your church. Cosimo, it's me, the Pope of my God. (laughs) The Pope, insert Pope name here that I don't remember. Thank you for coming to my daughter's wedding. Please take a seat. Have some have some vino on the house. Oh, grazie. <laughs> what have we got? We we got the, we got this we got this uh the guy from England here. Who are you? Why you got this type of accent? I'm losing my Italian American accent <laughs> that I don't have. Do you know how George Washington died? I don't actually. George Washington had, like, a cold, and so they bled him. What? And then he died from blood loss. It was a different time. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, look, I, uh, older medicine is just insane when you start to think about it. I know I preached it at the museum a lot about, like, oh how the medieval times weren't that dirty and it wasn't really that bad there are a it's lot of exaggerations bad. out there still, yeah you know i i would never yeah. i would not survive i don't think any of us would with our immune systems uh, in that environment uh, joe never mind your immune system your eyesight oh yeah i would have been screwed i would have just been absolutely blind forget it <laughs> Maybe there's vampires that want to play harpsichord <laughs> instead of the organ, the pipe organ, because I feel like that's the <laughs> other option we're talking about uh, yeah. with vampires. That's true. Maybe they played guitar. Can't say no. We don't yeah, know. I would see I could see a flamenco guitar playing I could vampire. See. That would be pretty cool. I wonder if they could throat sing. That would be pretty awesome. Haven't seen that happen mm. yet. I'm into that that is interesting that right? is interesting mm. i you, you know what i literally have not seen that a bagpipe playing uh a, a banjo playing oh that's a good one yeah. too hollywood take it now i mean this is real this yeah. is good material right here i think post malone should mm-hmm. sell it or bury it like uh you know as you do <laughs> unless he ever, has he sold it yet or no he still has it i think he still has it um why would you even keep it yeah i i don't i don't know what he plans on doing with it i don't even know what the protocol is because if it's (sighs) i don't know what you're supposed to do to get rid of a dybbuk i i think like you have to do essentially an exorcism um which was interesting to read because it's like So does a rabbi do that? (laughs) Right? Is it a combination force? Do you have to get both? Yeah, there's no, there's no holy water. Um, so I don't, I don't Uh, like that. Work does? I guess you just do. Do you feed them bagels? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it follows this myth of Stringy Jack. Uh, yes, that's their name. It's kind of great. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was the name of um, who's cursed by the devil to wander the world, uh, with just an ember and coal. Uh, to my understanding of the myth, he was blocked from I think heaven and hell, so he's kind of like this. Like he's just kind of there and doesn't. That's it's like doesn't quite know where to go. Maybe to put it in contemporary terms, I don't know if this is a good enough analogy and if everybody knows it, but it's kind of like that whole mm-hmm. you can live forever, but a snail will be trait will be chasing you um to the ends of the earth and we'll have to catch up with you at some point but you could just keep out running it uh kind of i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna say like meatloaf like the band meatloaf or like meatloaf itself like 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 the the artist oh no i thought you like it couldn't get into heaven or hell i'm like (laughs) (laughs) meatloaf has been banned to the to the mortal realm to wander and and as we know meatloaf meatloaf wanders the earth to this day going (laughs) mad with eternity and so he shows up at Mitt romney campaigns every now and then just to feel alive (laughs) When I was in Catholic school, we used to do crossover like plays because they would do like a winter play. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, was participating because everybody had to. And I think I enjoyed it, to be honest, because I got to dress up. (laughs) They would do crossovers. So, like, it was like in this in this cinematic universe of the, you know, plays that were going on in this in this Catholic school, uh, Santa existed, elves existed but also Jesus existed and angels and they combined forces at times. And it was a whole weird, there's probably an underlying <laughs> message there that was for sure indoctrinating, but it but was like It was, it was like the Avengers. It was
1: like the, it
0: was, it was like, okay, we have Santa, Mrs. Claus, Jesus, God, How, angels. Do you remember, it was like wild. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember, um, what was that movie that like everyone, like all of the, all those art kids were obsessed with for a while. Like the legend of the guardians. Do you remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. My sister liked that movie with like, with, with hipster skinny Jean, Jack. Frost. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Chris Pine playing Jack Frost. It was the tooth fairy. That was like a bird. Hugh Jackman was a rabbit, which was wild. Uh, it was, was the easter bunny but yes, he was also he was australian, australian. <laughs> yeah and then alec was, baldwin was santa claus right I, was he because they had like a russian accent was it alec Baldwin? yeah oh no no god. but uh, but i i i want to say that was alec baldwin That's doing a russian accent. oh my god yeah because but, but he was but he was hipster santa claus yeah and like he was cool yeah. he was tough he yeah. could like literally destroy mm. you with a punch um yes, bum- it was like you know, it was- ju- ju- just like kirk cameron said just like kirk- what, what i'm what i'm kind of interested in though is like how different would that movie have been if like you know suddenly like they were also joined by like you know uh ganesh right you know? yeah like like, all of a sudden, they're like, the Guardians are teaming up with the <laughs> Indian super team. Right. That would have been kind of sick, uh, actually. Yeah, but, like, but that there are all of these pagan but quasi-secular yeah. mythologies we're willing to entertain because, you know, they're not... Santa Claus isn't telling us to picket um, abortion clinics. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> i don't know with the way that this went with with the Winter way Winter that Winter. you've described this history it's almost like if the mongols tried again like godzilla himself would have like shown up to destroy them it's like you're not destroying japan that yeah done. that's you're my done. you're not destroying japan that's my job yes oh my god round three it's, it's the mongols versus godzilla godzilla versus khan oh my god godzilla versus khan there it is oh my
1: god that might be
0: the most single-handed legendary thing i've ever said oh, oh my god god that is good <laughs> thank you thank you god, i that is yes i i I have a legitimate question is there a name for that thing that you do as a kid where you're like i'm going to make up my own dinosaur and it's got this and it's also got this and it's got this and it's good at skateboarding like you just start adding things to it um that's called making an oc i was just gonna say that (laughs) you beat me by two seconds
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's your dinosaur O.C.? What's your dinosaur (laughs) O.C.?
0: There's an Upton Sinclair quote that says all art is propaganda. George Bernard Shaw agreed, but added to the phrase stating, all art is propaganda, but not all propaganda is art. In today's exhibit, we will discuss war films in general, but we'll be centering on two in particular. The 1986 World War II Soviet film, Come and See, and the 2021 American science fiction film, Dune. The suffering of war and conflict have long influenced art, but as filmmaking has evolved, we are even more drawn into the violence from our places of relative comfort. Why do we want to be made to see the worst that we are capable of doing to each other? Our two case studies explore two ends of a spectrum of spectacle. Come and See tells the story of Flora, a Belarusian peasant boy who witnesses firsthand the brutality of the Germans as they ethnically cleanse the Slavic peoples. It is seemingly beyond imagination, the horrors that are inflicted upon the victims, and yet it's all true to history. Dune, on the other hand, uses fantasy to explore the realities of war and colonial exploits. It follows Paul, the son of a Duke, who is suddenly the center of a struggle for resources and wealth on a planet under the veil of a holy war. So I want to ask, what is it that we cannot grasp about war that we keep returning to it on the screen and in art. And, uh, I, 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 I know all of this is, is very heavy and, and big, uh, questions, but, uh, I thought this was also a good time to mention that I took that, uh, uh mail test and I got gamma mail as a result. <laughs> you get you didn't get a sigma. You didn't get sigma. No, yet? no, I really thought. Um actually one of my coworkers was like, have you taken the test? And I'm like, no. That sounds like a really toxic thing for me to know about myself. Right. Well yeah. now you know I guess. What a bizarre transition from this Yeah. This- well put monologue into to Cammaz, but I guess in a, in a way it does tie us in to what we're gonna talk yeah. about. Here's what I'm imagining. Okay, so uh the North Koreans land on the Jersey Shore, like, and you know, Joe, you and I have talked about how you know you may not agree with the politics of everyone in uh, New Jersey. Uh, or at least you're, you're, you're part of New Jersey. Right. Uh, but like, do you not see like you and a bunch of people like wearing Jersey devil like jerseys, uh, and blasting Bon Jovi, like waiting. And it's like, you came to the wrong neighborhood motherfuckers. Like, I don't know though, because they would probably in my area wear flyers jerseys. I don't know because enough about the sports. sports. Okay. You know what? No no, 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 okay. this even better. This would this would unite the houses. Yeah, of this, oh. the, the boroughs. The boroughs of New Jersey. Uh, you know, and yeah, that's a good Oh my gosh. Yes. House flyers, this? house giant, house of yes. eagle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's actually perfect i kind of like this uh yeah, yeah it's it's uniting against the common enemy i mean for sure i think that yeah there's gonna if it's like the yeah i, I think you would see that for sure i mean you you have these like well hold on we need to deal with this before we bicker with each other it's you know yeah. all of the greek nation city states fighting against the persians or the italians fighting against somebody else yes. you know yes yes you gotta you gotta fight against the persians now but also like <laughs> instead of bagpipes someone's <laughs> okay. got like a boom box and they're playing bon jovi i guess or bruce springsteen i don't yeah, know yeah bruce springsteen i mean the thing maybe, is maybe i i'm i'm trying to think of like a Aside from born in the USA, which might just have to work. I'm trying to think <laughs> of like, I don't know. I, I guess I guess that's the most like anthemic because I think Bruce is pretty outspokenly anti-war. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, they're there. Yeah. But but I, I could I think, totally see. I that. think you I would could hear, totally see that. I think you would hear living on a prayer by Bonjo yeah like that would be prayer, blasting from the, from the wanted rooftops. dead or alive yeah um, yeah it's kind of a weird the, <laughs> yeah everyone everyone stops for a second and thinks about it when it's like who says you can't go home you know and they're like "Eh, that one's not as eh. right no but maybe no, no. Ha, maybe have a nice day yeah there you go have oh, a nice day would be on I would this. also I would like to put it out there that the sopranos theme song would be playing <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, on every all convoy, all
0: convoy. Oh my every- God. Oh my God. Where is, where is this movie where America is <laughs> invaded and all of the mob families yeah. like get together and they're like, truce, truce. Yeah. Oh, there it is. That's the killer line right there. Earliest memory. I would say it's when I was three years old and mm-hmm. I was in the Roman Coliseum on a family trip. Don't ask me Why? I mean, I I don't know why that's my only one I remember earliest. Um, But I -hmm. I have, but see, I actually don't know if this is real or fake. I I have this like dilemma because (laughs) I have a very vivid memory of being in like one of the arches and just kind of like walking around up there and looking down. I know I went to the Coliseum, I have photos of it, I wore that exact outfit, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I don't entirely remember all of it. So sometimes it feels like a fever dream. I don't know if memories ever have that happened maybe you. that's just a a collective italian memory you have like <laughs> of the past lives in rome uh yeah yeah like the, the there's there's more of like um a, a cultural collective right Okay, that that, that. You, that you remember it. You, that you remember the Colosseum. You know, right. if you like touch the stones there. <laughs> you'll like remember the gladiators and yeah, uh, and all that stuff. Oh, I access the Italian, uh, the the Italian memory database. Yeah, well, because every everybody knows that the, uh, the 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 Colosseum in Rome. If an Italian touches it, it's kind of <laughs> like the Spirit Tree in Avatar. Yeah, yes, it connects us. Or with that. Or or. or uh, also, you can also do that at the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yes, this is correct. There's actually two portal entries that you have. I don't know how you're getting. I guess you're finally tapping into your Italian roots, Dan, so you can get yes, access yes, to this I'm, information. I'm I'm, ta- I'm tapping into my 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 core. I've, I've only got a quarter. I'm not as right, uh, right. Yeah, we don't I, do I don't. Blood I don't quite here, have yours. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. We don't. We don't. We don't believe in percentages. No. Um, <laughs> you you Italian being, being Italian is a state of mind. We all know this. <laughs> 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 you, it's eat pizza watch the sopranos order it from olive garden you're in the right ballpark it's getting mm-hmm. there it's all there's levels of being italian rudolph the red-nosed brain dear. <laughs> had a mask on his nose oh my god and if the batman saw it <laughs> i would break his back <laughs> Oh my god! that's jingle bane jingle bane, jingle bane rock. oh my god this has to be a musical. We should probably write a musical about this mm-hmm. d c will definitely take it i think I feel like i I still am standing by our idea, and this is another gift uh to everyone is if you recall, we got pretty far into creating a musical. Uh, a jukebox musical based entirely around the music of steve oh Arden. my you know i would oh my god i was waiting for you to bring that back up at some point yes we were pretty close yeah. that was like in production that was that well not really in yeah, production, but yeah. you know what i mean maybe i, I feel i feel like the, the ucm should be a should mm. produce that at maybe. some point but you know it would it, it, it we we had titled it um fly like an eagle the uh <laughs> the 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 ballad of the space yeah yeah that was it oh my god perfect yeah Uh, well that's gonna have to be maybe in the Uh, the hits of 2022 maybe maybe in 2021 i mean we have a lot of really great stuff planned ahead for 2021 so um, 2022 we're actually gonna be taking oh jesus christ (laughs) it's all good it's all good jesus christ who was born on this day Um, you're good. No worries. So, oh my God, 2022. No, leave that in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 20, 2022. Um, yes. So, uh, <laughs> we have a lot of great stuff planned ahead for 2022, a fake sounding year. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it, w- what we're going to do though, is be taking a break, mm-hmm. uh, next week. So, uh, you're free to, uh, you know, to have a break from us if you need <laughs> a palate cleanser, or go back through our back catalog. Um, in the meantime, we're we are really hoping you uh, enjoyed our compilation greatest hits album today, uh, mm. and uh, we are you know really hoping everybody is having the the best end to the year they can, all things considered uh and it's a new year there's new possibilities it's an arbitrary point at which our rock is orbiting our sun mm. but uh we we can appreciate the arbitrary stuff and we can uh look forward to what is new and what is next for all of us w- what's next for you in 2022 Joe oh man well i mean right off the bat finally the collective uh group show that I'm a part of, that we've all been working on tirelessly for three months, is happening on January 12th at Gallery 620 in the West Chelsea Woo! Arts Building. 620, blaze it! You know, we've been having. Where were you when we needed the name planning for the for the collective? Instead of <laughs> oh, hilarious, <laughs> love that. But yeah, that so that's going to be under the name of Teleportal presents the show ephemeral existence so i'm real. i have a piece in there as a part of other 26 Mm. other artists i believe or 23 we're really excited it's gonna be a great show if you're in the chelsea area come through i'll have more of a like secure address Mm -hmm. as it goes on too um but besides that and hopefully Mm -hmm. submitting other things and you know working on music working on art, all that good stuff how about you zan what do you got going on um so Let's see. In February, uh I'm going to be in a show at Studio Public House called In Bloom. Mm. It's going to be all about flowers. That's fun. Um which is a bit of a bit of a new uh but uh yeah, a a fun a fun subject to cover. I mean, I believe I might be choosing uh some tulips uh, just because of my affinity for Dutch Baroque art history, for but sure. we shall see. Mhm. Um and then uh in May on May 16th my uh senior thesis or not senior thesis my <laughs> MFA thesis Whoa. show is going to be opening uh at uh at the uh, Tufts Medford campus uh and this uh I I I cannot believe it's finally come. Uh so exciting. And that's going to be a really big showcase for me and uh if people want to if you are in the medford area and would like to see my work uh there it is let's see i don't think i can uh definitively announce anything else just yet but like i said lots of big plans Mm -hmm. for next year lots of big stuff to do with the museum and we cannot wait to see you all there If you would like to find the museum after hours, we are at Uncanny Museum on Twitter and at Uncanny County Museum on Instagram. If you want to find me, I'm at Xanosaurus on Instagram and Zanfred E. Mann on TikTok. And I'm at Josemino Art on Instagram. And from the Uncanny County Museum, we wish you a very happy Christmas and a happy new year. I have been Zan Peters. And I've been Josemino.
2: Or... <laughs> <laughs> Bye.